Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Larks and Smarks, this is the Smart Kilas Filipinas Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast, where we are welcoming Ro Moran back yeah. to the fold after a month-long absence. It was that long, sir. Jesus Christ. It's been a month, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the last time we saw you outside of the podcast, I mean, outside of the Smart Henry Christmas party, was a month ago. No, no, man. Yeah, uh, work has been shit, so I had Camus bring me some whiskey today. Cheers! Cheers. On air! So yeah, uh, I'm happy to be back right before the year's ending. So I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm in pretty, the nick of time. No, pretty sorry that I missed John Sebastian's uh, epic interview after coming back from uh, Malaysia. And yeah, uh, he missed I, the drinking after. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also missed that, and I hope to never miss anything again. Yeah, because of work or otherwise. Yeah, it's pretty much work. Yeah, yeah, that's what work. happens when you're adulting. And we are adults now. Mm. I mean, this this well, far into the podcast, this far into 2017, on the last episode of 2017. Yeah, I, I keep last official. the last official. Episode. But we do have one special. Spatial Spatial Yeah we do we do. Uh, by the time you're listening to this You'll already have heard Our special episode With Ho Ho Lun Which pretty much took me About a week to put together I'll explain <laughs> in detail How that story went down And why it took a week To put that together And then you know The Christmas holidays happened And I had to take a break Everyone had to take a break And there was adulting involved Yeah, yeah and it didn't really make sense To release the episode On Christmas Eve Or Christmas Day You know every one of us Had yeah, something better to do So I put that on the back burner And waited for Christmas To like die down And and, you know, uh, this week seemed like the perfect time to get to it. Aye. Right? Now, uh, you know, um, just r- really quickly before the year's ending, can I just take some time to appreciate how a lot of people have already left Metro Manila? Oh, yes! I also appreciate this. Thank you so oh. much for making my work commute bearable. Do you even have a work commute? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do, sir. Okay, okay so, so there, yes, I do. there was somebody who posted on Facebook or Twitter. I don't remember who this is, but one of my friends posted something along the lines of them... Uh, or, or you realizing how wealthy your other friends are when you see their social media posts for Christmas and New Year's. That's Renzo. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there, yeah, that was Renzo. Renzo. There, our good friend, friend Renzo Magnaia. Who said, na, yunga, that's when you realize that, oh, I've got wealthy friends because they're all abroad or out of town. <laughs> for me, though, I'm just like, thank you all for being wealthy enough to get the fuck uh. out of my streets. <laughs> <laughs> and not celebrate the Jesus birth in Manila. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate oh. it so much because the traffic is so much more uh, manageable, bearable, mm. bearable diba? <laughs> uh, There was somebody who was like, oh, you know, I got from BGC to Quezon City in like that 30 was minutes. Mm. Right? So, yeah. you know, um, it makes you appreciate how uh, streets are just much more navigatable or manageable. Navigable. Or, you know, uh, no, 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 no. The problem is uh, it makes you realize that the problem is Manila is way too congested with uh, things that people, people have. No, no, people. no, 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 no. With things that people have to go to, that they're all here. Yes. Uh, your job is here. Your school is here. Uh, your, your place of your, residence your is temp- here. Your temporary place of residence is here, whereas your summer home is elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a function of just there being too many cars. Yeah, it's so easy to buy a car, and everyone has multiple cars, and they're like, ng number coding system. But oh, you know, coding ako today. Let me use my other car. So you don't really solve anything with all of that. But that's something that we're not gonna it's get neither here nor there. Yeah, we're not gonna get too much into on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this week's episode is our traditional year-ender. Now, normally what we've been doing towards the end of the year is we'd have the awards episode and the theme song show. Mm. So this year, we're going to be migrating the awards show to smarthenry.ph. I've cast my ballot. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I asked everybody to send their ballots in. And I'm going to be... Uh, ma- ballots of that- integrity. Well... It'll be, yeah, it will have integrity to some degree, but I will tell you off the bat that not all of the all of the 
eh, not all of the votes will entirely count. Yes. Why am I saying this? Because yes. there are certain things that uh, have to take precedent over others. For True. example, True. Uh, there was one year where we cast or we let everyone cast a vote on SGP. Uh. We were like, okay, which is the theme song of the year? And you fuckers chose Tyler Reese's song. Oh. I chose it too, bro. Terrible. Over a lot of other better songs that came out that year. So I've learned my lesson from that, <laughs> and I realize that I will give the people in the bullpen and the Smart Henry bullpen uh, some yes. say on some categories and some, some votes. Some say. But there Little are certain say. awards now. For all intents and purposes, it'll only be X Y Z that wins. Yes. Sure. Like no True. matter how many votes it gets, X Y Z will win over A B C. Right. Hmm, so. So there, that uh, that's my disclaimer for the awards. And I'll, I'll try my best to justify everything. And as okay. always, my Twitter line is open. It's at underscore Stancy. By the time this is uh, this episode is out, I'm pretty sure the article will be up as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So try to be nice. Just uh, yeah, especially on Saturday because that's my anniversary with the valet. So uh, lay off me on that <laughs> the day. Valet. So lay off me on that day. But hey. you know, Sunday and every other day forward, come at me, bro. <laughs> And now, without fr- does without- she know that she's the valet? Of course, yeah, of course she knows she's, she's the valet. Sure. Camus, only you would pull that shit off. <laughs> anyway, I, I know a couple of other people on the internet that would though. Okay, and they right. listen to this podcast. Okay, okay. Okay, right, so we, uh, <laughs> today, as Sam mentioned, we're gonna do the theme song of the uh, theme Entrance song awards. Awards. So yes. the basic. Uh, I'm gonna explain the rules as this is my creation from the old Rose War days. Basically, we are judging all of these new releases from this year. So it has to be, uh, it has to be calendar a new year. Yeah, yeah, a new release from the calendar year. So it could be anyone's new theme song, whether it's someone already new or someone debuting. A song as their theme song debuted this year, and we are judging this by the musicality of of the song. Not by the wrestler, yeah, not, not by, by the wrestler, else. not by how over it is. Well, although that will be a little bit of a factor, yes. But of just the merits of how good it is as a piece of music. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you recall, last year your top two songs were "Glorious Domination," by uh, which is Bobby Roode's yep, theme. Yep, yep. That was number two, and number one was "The Rising Sun," Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, yes, there were good. several cruiserweight themes that actually made it to last year's top 10. Mm-hmm. So I remember Cedric Alexander's theme in TJ's. there. TJP's theme was in there yeah. as well. A lot of mm-hmm. good stuff from last year. Uh, there was 2015, which had a lot of bad ones. Oh, yes. We identified. And 2014, which was pretty much all over the place. And I think I ended up with the Tyler Breeze song. Uh, yes. So over the last couple of years, where I came into the picture is we tried to put some more structure into oh. the award show, where we basically turned it into a tough 10. Tough 10. Huh? Tough 10. <laughs> it was pretty much our year-ender uh, chart. Yes. yes. As, as, you know, as though we were on radio. Right, right. As Stan is. Yes. <laughs> so what we're going to do for this year is we've got 11 songs that we're featuring this year. So that means we've got your top 10 and we've got an honorable mention. Sure. So let's start with our honorable mention track, which is... At honorable mention, you've got Judas by Fozzie, which technically hasn't been used as an entrance oh. theme yet. But if you've been following the Jericho Omega promos, then you can pretty much infer already that this is the song that Chris Jericho will come out to at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Next week. Next week. Next week. The yeah. thing is, Wrestle Kingdom has, and New Japan as a whole, has had issues with all of these foreign songs being used for copyright purposes. Uh. They can never seem to get the copyright. Um, what's it down? down? No. The copyright down the rights. to use the rights to, the rights to use the song yeah. for their shows. However, Jericho, as copyright holder for his songs, makes it so simple. Yeah, and it's 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 like you use his most popular song right now off of one of his best albums. Mm. Make it work. Make it happen. And I mean, they used it for NXT Takeover Chicago. Why not Wrestle Kingdom? Right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jericho try, tries to have a history of using his own songs, but for some reason, uh, they, he doesn't. He doesn't get to use them. No, he does. Uh, they, no, no, no. He actually has before, like early WWE, but oh. it just fell flat. No, no, no. I mean, like uh, for you know, uh, a lot of a lot of Fozzy songs could very well be oh, used yes. as his entrance oh, yes. But uh, of course, you have to go back to the to the old traditional break the walls down and whatever remixes it has now. Uh, I guess that's a good way for Jericho to, to break away from tradition 
and finally use a good song of his. Actually, great song of his. Yeah, this, yeah. This is my favorite Fozzie song, hands down. I love the I love the lyrics. How it's really all about betrayal, and it's something that pretty much resonates throughout his character arc mm. as a wrestler. Oh, and um, the, even the songwriting. Uh, you, you take a look at how he uh, how he repeats certain lyrics in the hook, and how in the video binaga niya talaga with uh, with with the visual of him just uh, spinning, spinning around, around mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I uh, it's 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 a great combination of audio and video, and whenever he plays it on Talk is Jericho even if I've listened to it countless times mm-hmm. I can't so bring good. myself to fast forward it because mm-hmm. I just love the song I will say this though if this song actually qualified for our list mm-hmm. this would have made my top 3 okay. I would agree yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably say the same thing but Go. because it doesn't it gets the honorable mention and you know it gets the distinction of it might be on next year's list mm. That's a plausible thing. Even if it's in just New Japan, I will give him that. Oh. I will give him that much. Hmm. And now we go to song number 10 to kick off our countdown officially. Shock the system. At number 10, you've got the theme song of the Undisputed Era. Now, the first thing that I thought when I heard this was, this really sounds like the NWO theme. And that's valid. That's valid. That guitar That guitar riff. Yeah. Guitar riff at the start. is is, is reminiscent of of the old NWO theme. Jimi Hendrix, about Jimi Hendrix. Uh, But it's not the same. It's not not a rip-off. It's much slower. It's much slower. I'd like to think that CFO Dollar Sign has done a good job of creating something that's original yeah. even if it's again repetitive which is I guess the nature of all wrestling themes in the modern era uh, it's still uh, it sounds like it, it makes you remember the old the old NWO song but it doesn't really quite directly rips it off yeah the way I justified the NWO Association when I wrote uh, the column on this for Theme Song Tuesday is uh, when you look at the Undisputed Era, they're mm-hmm. kind of like the NXT version of the Outsiders. Sure. Yeah, but you've got Adam Cole, who's like the big single star, and then mm-hmm. you've got the established tag team in Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Even though Sina Nash and yeah, uh, Nash Hall weren't really we're... a tag team then, parang ganun na rin yung roles. they're basically NWO light because mm-hmm. they're much smaller. True. Much younger. True. So, True. in in a way, the association works for me. And what I like about the song is it's slow enough to have that swagger. Now, you know, if you notice, you engage you could with Kyle O'Reilly. To it. Yeah, you can basically the, to the it. Kyle O'Reilly strut when he goes mm. out. He parang kuba siya, but he mm. does that power thing, walk, yeah. which is kind of weird, but it kind of fits <laughs> it does, at the same time. It does time. work, and it's something. And then not just for that. I mean, also for the shadow boxing that Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish mm. do as well. It works at a parang swing, swing, swing. Oh yeah. And then what I like about this Swagger. song is that there are uh, little sound bites here and there mm-hmm. where he goes, come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, boom. boom. Yeah, boom. Which Adam Cole actually mouths and, and lip syncs along to when, when he comes out on his own. So it's probably, probably him. Actually, it's probably him. Yeah, it's pro- it I'm might be sure. him. It might could be. Him. Could be. It's probably him. But I like how he made he at least made the effort to nasasabayanya every time uh, he's coming out on his own. So there. Uh, what, and it's what, very digestible. It's a very digestible song. Na parang you could imagine this in a gym. You could imagine this playing on a cheap even. And it doesn't feel out of place. The reason why I bumped this down to number 10 is because it really is just a loop. Like yeah. there are some, some of these songs are also essentially loops. But this one, Masalatasha, because it's uh, just an instrumental. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same riff over and over. Parang. There's no, I don't think there's, there was an there's effort no to make a definitely. solo. Yeah, not much. Even, yeah. Not much going on here. But at the end of the day... That riff, even though repeated, warrants a, at least the 10th slot. Number 9. Velveteen Dream. At number 9, we've got the Velveteen Dream's theme song, which is aptly entitled Velveteen. <laughs> wow. Can you spell? <laughs> Can you spell, sir? So, what, what do we like about this song? My swagger then. Yeah, my swagger. Uh, it's a little more original. Uh, it's a lot more spelling. Yeah. I haven't, no, because I haven't, I don't remember the last time we somebody asked us to spell for a theme song. <laughs> I really cannot. Okay. All right. But, and, and, and it works as an original concept for somebody who is a little annoying. It fits the character. Who constantly asks people to say his name. It does. It does. And it makes, it. it's that, it's a little bit of Jimmy also. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit of Jimmy also, but it's, not that forceful. Mm. 
What, what makes this theme stand out is that it's sleazy, but it's low-key sleazy. Mm. So it's, it, it sounds like the soundtrack to a 70s softcore porn film. Well... It kind of gives off the same vibe as Val Venus' TV. I was going to go with Studio 54, Studio 54 shit. <laughs> well, you won't hear this on Digital Playground. Oh, oh that's true. That's <laughs> true, that's true. Or fucking vivid, right? But yeah, uh, so that's the kind of uh, vibe it gives off. The, all, uh, the, the Prince references are there, obviously, because... Uh, he's one of the inspirations for the Velveteen Dream mm-hmm. character. Yep, yep. So you hear that all over the song. And um, in, in the same way that Undisputed Era gives you that feeling of Angas ako, you're not yeah. gonna fuck with me. Velveteen Dream gives off a similar vibe but not necessarily an abrasive one. I it gives, like it. it gives you the vibe that you're gonna fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but no. Uh, going off that, I, I guess I like it because it doesn't sound like anything else. That it doesn't sound like a generic wrestling song. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's something that which is more than you can say for a lot of other stuff. Yeah, it's it's original. I like it. It's got that big muff sound. Okay. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's a defini- no. That's that's the that's hey. the that's hey. the filter. That's the filter sound Muffed. with it. Muff. Muffled. Look, look, look at you thinking outside of the box. A hey. box. And it's nice. It's nice. All, All right. right. All right, now that now that we uh, got Camus's uh, lust out of the way, let's get to song number eight. Alright, at number 8, you have Kyrie Sane's theme. It's called The Next Voyage. It sounds very different from what she came out to mm. during the Mae Young Classic. So uh. that makes me really sad because if she'd stuck with that theme and if that theme was actually released on YouTube and on Spotify, uh. I would have campaigned for this in actually, at least yeah, top yeah. 5. That theme was really good. Yeah, uh, this one, one yeah, eh, not yeah. so much. That, that theme, the original theme, sounds like uh, pretty much like uh, something from uh, fi- Final old Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, old yeah. Final Fantasy game soundtrack. Something that comes out of like a tactics yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. It, it or sounds like one a of the old SNS games, yeah. Yeah, you know. Now, parang, it fits that vibe, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like a wrestling song. Yeah, it does. It has no place being an entrance theme where you walk out and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kick somebody's ass." It's like, "Hi, I'm a pirate princess." No, to be fair, man, the the current version of the song is also, uh, re- uh, you know, also same has the vibe, same atmosphere, same vibe. Same vibe. And I'd like to give uh, the reason why I still put it on this list is because it, you can tell that Cephos was challenged here, were challenged here, and they kind of delivered in on on something that's pretty different from your usual uh, range of genres yeah. within wrestling. Even when you consider different uh, classical music pieces, yeah. uses themes. Yung original theme that you remember from the Mae Young classic, like every time I heard it, I would always hear the phrase, let's go on an adventure in my head. Like I would always hear let's for, go for some sailing reason. Yeah, because she's sailing. a sailor. But with this one, like, like yung, uh, that first hook kind of makes me think of uh, the OVAs. Like those anime movies that you probably watched yeah. uh, growing up, right? It's, like, it's, it's something out of a JRPG even. Right, and that's, right. And that's the thing here. It's, the theme says Japan. But it says this is all of the right things about Japan. See, that's that a good thing enjoy. and a bad thing at the same time. Because you end up typecasting or stere- uh, being very stereotypical Actually, no, about I, the rest. I, I, I don't think uh, I didn't think um, I didn't think that the theme screamed Japan. I did. I did not. Yeah, it's I the, did. The, the koto. The koto instrumental nah, gets me. same thing, and that's the thing. Eh? The koto is so indicative of Japanese music. Kind of like yung themes in a Tajiri and Kenzo Suzuki. Mm. Like yeah. when you hear that first, those first few seconds. Even, even Hideo. Punto. Even Hideo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, same, it's the same digital instrument that you can get on sure. Rush Band. So the sure. only Japanese guys who really have it different are Nakamura and Asuka. Mm. Well, na- well, yeah. Those are the only two guys. Yeah. So there. Uh, are we good with Kari Sane? Sure. All right. With that said, And let's... it's still so cute. It's well, still yes. so cute. Okay, let's get to song number seven.
now we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. Ooh, hip hop! At number hip-hop seven, fun. we got Cash's Ono's theme, which is a collaboration with C4 Dollar Sign and Cody Beware, who, if you've been following Cody the Kings <laughs> of Wrestling from their ROH days, was the guy behind their theme song. I was gonna say, I, I forgot his name's Cody Beware. His name is Cody Beware. That's such a good rapper name. Uh-uh, Here's another fun it fact. Is so good. Alright, so so there's a billboard article from the US yeah. which uh, counts all the best wrestling references in hip hop. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this, uh, the the, uh, the original Kings of Wrestling theme is actually on that list. Oh. Despite it being an independent theme. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it w- was one of the standout ones. And that theme is really about uh, Cesaro and, and Cassius Ono oh. from, yeah. from their indie days. So it's nice now they were able to bring Cody Beware on this track, mm-hmm. and I like uh, I like this theme. Like um, th- there's something about how it's easy to sing along to the hook just gets you. Yeah, everyone can shout and scream along. And they're to breaks. It. They're nice breaks uh, in yeah, this yeah. song. And I hype shit that I got. And it's a really good hip hop song for a theme. And I guess the only problem is it repeats itself. Yes, it's just you hear oh no and that verse. No, 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 verse. no, 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 but the you get oh no every so often yeah which it is gets, nice which is nice but gets old no my problem then is that the rhymes are basic yes they're pretty basic which, even the cadence is basic uh, but it works yeah it works because sometimes it made the things oh and sometimes that's all you need yes yeah I guess when you really want to make a, a song that's uh, that's really pumping up and you know and and singable right but uh, sing backable even sing <laughs> sure uh, it's just a, I can't get. I really can't get past how basic the the bars and the flow are. Yeah, it's basically like yeah, Pinaguama is just a twelve year old. Like twelve year olds can make a project this school. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, 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 for your music class. Yeah, right? for, for for like your your garage band sample class. Yeah, yeah. You have the option: make a podcast or make a song. Yeah, and they came up with this shit. Yeah. So there, and it's so fine. That, that's kind of what docks the points off this song. Yeah, and it's just, pushes it down to seven. This is a really nice basic song. That's a problem. In tipong pinasang awalin nila. Right. So that's why it's at number seven. Now let's get to song number six. At number six, you've got "Bring the Swag," which is a theme that hey. the Street Profits use. On NXT, I love this song. I love this song. Yeah, this one, this one is one of the dark horse entries. Oh. When this one came out, I was like, I'm not sure how to feel about this. But the more I listened to it, I was like, All right, this is growing on me. I like this. I want to stir shit up. It's a jam. It's, it's a, a jam. jam it's, it's, it's so good. It is so good. The first time I heard it on a promo, I'm just like, This is their entrance music, huh? Mm. So they're giving Angelo Dawkins and this other guy this shit. <laughs> to be right. fair though Montez Ford is the better character Montez Ford is the better character and before they started he was just red shoes dude uh, with red cup red cup yeah <laughs> now that's, that's cup. what he was now it's black cup and no red shoes anymore mm. it's still so good because it it makes it makes the entrance work it musicality wise mm. it's nice has a nice drop uh. I can live with this song and it is on a higher level than Cassius Ono just because it is so much more fun. It's uh it's a party song for real. Yeah. And it's a banger. Yeah, it's a bang actually. It's a banger. It's a club it's a bang in the clubs. And uh, I'm amazed that Sifo Dollar Sign was able to capture and distill the gimmick into yeah. the song. And it works. Uh, it's also kind of pretty yeah. basic uh, uh, structure wise. Structure wise, yes. And, and lyrics wise. But, but it's so much more fun. It's much more fun and catchier than, than Cash's own song. So the things that kind of dock points off this one are number one, paulit ulit din siya. Uh-huh. Yes. Like there, uh, there isn't really any originality to the verses that way. Second is, and I, I told Ro this when I was writing the article for this one is mm-hmm. they went with a white rapper, oh, Jay yeah, Frost. Sure. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to sound racist here, but walang talagang the thing. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are some white rappers, and I'm looking at UG Easy. No, walang talagang the thing. Yeah. And it, it's yep. kind of unfortunate because you know Eminem meron sa dating. Macklemore, Peak Macklemore, Peak Macklemore, right? Machine Gun Kelly when he's uh, when he's not when he wants it to, in. when he wants to, yeah. May dating din siya. But Jay Frost not so much. So I would have really appreciated it if they went with an African American rapper, just because puta, it, you know, did you see Angelo Dawkins and yeah. Montez Ford? They might, they might as well go all in dudes. on it. You might as well go all in. So, BBC. Dun lang a- okay. What? <laughs> Thank you for outing yourself what? and your your desires. No, 
Going back, let's, let's bring it back. Dudes. Let's bring it back. Black dudes. Uh, in ilang, uh, uh, just because of the guy that, you know, that, oh, that uh, performed the song. <laughs> Shut up, Gamas. So yeah, uh, that, uh, now, now you just took me off. Oh, my right. good job. Go, go, go. Now let's just go to song number five. Shut up, Gamas. Alright, at number five, we've got the Usos theme. So it's uh, down with that, and there's a, there's a remix. So the, uh, both these songs came out this yes. year. So uh. for the purposes of this countdown, we're talking about the remix. Uh, the, the one, one with their vocals on it. Yes. And the one with their vocals on it is exactly what the Street Profits song should have been. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, while the Street, the Street Profits theme, the Bring the Swag one, is okay... Uh, in that it captures the character, but uh, you know, it had cool a, it has a cool no, yeah, Mikula said it had a white guy on it. Uh, the Usos is a is a home run because it is them. Yes, Literally. they did it themselves. It's their character, and it is them on the track. Yeah, and, not, yeah, and they, they brought it real hard. Yeah, and this stops off the trifecta of hip hop songs that we've just that we've just played. This one by far is. The one that I felt stood out for me when you yeah. s- when you heard the remix versus the original, oh, no, I was just like, oh. "Ooh, wait, wait, that's them, mm. that's them." And you paid attention to it because you knew that the Usos could sort of rap. The no, 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 I, no, I, I didn't. I, I wouldn't say that. That's kind of racist. But no, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not saying. That's I'm just gonna say that. Uh, they, they flow- no, no, they I'm gonna say that they flow so that because okay. they they cut out such good promos yes. and heels. So I'm not gonna say that they're good rappers. I, like I didn't that. say they were good rappers. I just said that they could rap. I like the interplay here between both guys. I yeah. mean, obviously you can't tell which one's saying which part. Uh, yeah. True. Right. Which kind of adds to you know the gimmick. Nah, they're they're twins, and you can barely tell them apart. <laughs> Sometimes I actually wonder how the commentators can tell them apart. That you know, is. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. that's that's the thing. Jay has, Jay has one additional one. Okay, that's I what they that. look out for, and then the, um, I think Jimmy has something on his back. See, what, what I try to look for are yung facial hair because I must buo yung kay Jimmy, kay Jay must scraggly, and then yung nipin ni Jimmy must buo. Okay, yung kay Jay para mas bungi or mas grills type. For some reason, yeah, for some reason. So that's how I can tell. But anyway, that's beside anyway, the that's point. The, yeah, yeah. Right. So so the Usos theme, uh, I I like how this sounds like something. Uh, it baggage is a penitentiary gimmick that they've been trying to push. Yeah. So these guys are hard ass fuckers that you don't want to fuck with at all. And in Air Force Ones. And they convey that very perfectly in their songs. Yeah. So uh, for them to be able to sum that up so perfectly, kait na umulit in your verses, I, uh, it, it deserves props over yeah. the last, uh, basically the last five songs we've played up to this sure. point. And I think at this point, they're the only ones who have sung their song. Yeah, at that's this point, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, at yeah. this point, yes. And it's fun. It's well, fun to see. If, if you don't count Judas, sure. Yeah. Well, it's an HM. Yeah, it's an honorable mention at this point. Yeah. So let's get to song number four then. I really had to fight for this song. Okay, not not a really no, fight, no, no, but no, like no, I, no. I, I kind of pushed for this to be in the top five just because uh, there's something about the Johnny Gargano character that's always been very magnetic, hmm. and having a song like this kind of ups that ante even more now that he's solo. Uh, it probably helps. Nah, it sounds different because it's got the Paramore feel to it. Uh, oh, that's that's where I was going with this, man. Right, right. Yeah, yep. not a lot of entrance themes actually have in the first mm. place. So it's been a while since we've heard something like that. No. Yeah. The, yes. The female vocals. Uh. This is the closest we're going to get to a Paramore-styled song. And I know that Miss Nicole out there is a big fan of this. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the one band she's not going to get to see next year. Don't remind her, Camus. Reminding you're, her. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? But this is, a good, this is a good song. This is a good song on its own. But when you couple it with the fact that they found the right person to do the vocals. They got enough of that original originality to it. It feels right. It feels right. No, I'm not sure if you noticed this, but this theme is an evolution of his previous themes. 
So the themes that Gargano came out with from 2015 up until DIY, this is basically stage two. Mm. So if the first one is basic, that was stage one, uh, you said DIY. Second level, second level. This is stage two. This is like the Charizard or the Blastoise of, of uh, War his, Turtles, his man. War Turtles. War Turtles is stage one. This is like... Ah, stage one evolution. Yeah, this is the second evolution of the theme is what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Wow, sorry, God. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought, because if I was going to go, if you start off with Squirtle, you have to go to War Turtle. You got to okay. top up your whiskey cams. I do. So, so, so there. Uh, the Johnny Gargano theme is, is great to rally people behind him, especially when he comes out. Like you it's, have, a, it's a great baby face theme. Yeah, you have, it's the, a great you have baby the clapping beat at the start. And then uh, it, it's easy to sing along to, even though you can't reach the notes, really. Mm. And no one's going to reach them notes because they're so high, like Haley Williams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fun theme, and every time it comes on, I, I uh, see these days I've been fast forwarding through entrances, but this one I, stay, I try not to. Yeah, you stay for Johnny Gargano's entrance. And it's and we have to bring up the fact that it's one of the few pop punk, non female pop punk songs not that female. is being used. No, no, not being used by a female. There are a couple of. Okay. That, that are used by girls. Sure. But he's one of the few that uses a pop punk theme and goes with female vocals, which lends to very contrasting styles for me. In a way, I would actually say na bagay nga din to kay, ano eh, kay Ruby Riot. Because mm. oh, yeah. be yourself, be like no she one else. She could have used about. this. Yeah, be yourself, be like no one else. Another day, gonna give them hell. Right? So this, this could have actually worked for Ruby Riot. Uh, but I'm glad that this uh, is, is Johnny Gargano's theme. I, I just love it. Right, let's get to song number three as we enter the home stretch. First off, guys, at number three, before I, before we talk about this, may tanong ako ha. So yung kumanta ba nito, Edge Lord, may pamilya. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. So, Alright, so it took me a while to get over the bye-bye-bye intro hey. of, yep. of Baron Corbin's theme. Yep. Alright, it's called I Bring the Darkness End of Days, by the way. So it took me a while lang, to get over lang, it. Nakailang demo versions nito eh. Tatlo? Yeah. Yeah, nakatatlo. Not nakatatlo? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with the other versions, but then no, this... No, no, no. I was fine with it when they started changing it up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because Actually, you, yeah. Knew, you knew that coming from that first, the drop spot entrance, yeah. and they're going to change it, okay, fine. Find something that fits. This fits. Mm. This fits, and this fits hard. Yeah, it does. Especially when uh, Killswitch Engage guy started doing the vocals for it. Yes! What's his name again? Tommy Vex. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Vex. Right, so um, there's something in his voice that it's pure. Uh, it, it's so full. Like when he starts singing the vocals, it's pretty good. It kind of lulls you in. Yeah. And then you realize that, wait, this is some edgelord shit we're listening to. Yeah. So much edgelord. Black yeah. metal singer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if, if you know Baron Corbin, at least outside the ring, if you've been following him on, say, social media if or you've Breaking to his Ground. Podcast guestings. Mm. Yes, his podcast guestings. I think, I think with Jericho, he brought it up that he wanted one of these guys that he was a fan of to do his vocals. Yeah. And he gets his wish. And he's really into this type of music. Mm. Like if you, you know, if you saw Breaking Ground, he does go out of his way to attend uh, shows. metal shows. Yes. Right. So, bagay din sa character, bagay din sa human being playing the character. Yep. So, um, th- this song kind of does stand out pa rin eh. Even though there's there's so much rock in wrestling, mm. right? Yes. Uh, it stands out There's because, so much good rock in wrestling. Yeah, but a lot of the rock, that rock is uh, generic drivel. Yep. This one isn't. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, that Baron Corbin at least gets this now. Kasi medyo nasawa na rin sa old team niya the post-apocalyptic shit. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, it was it, it was wasn't great. bad. It wasn't bad. Actually, it wasn't great. Actually, if the vocals, I would, I would it would have been a lot better. Mm. But that's what they got to do with this song. Na parang you have a good metal song, good metal backing, the right guy singing it, and it just comes together so nicely. All right, now let's stick to this genre as we get to song number two. Ooh.
At number two, you've got Root of All Evil, which is the theme song of Aleister Black, if you didn't sing along to it just now. And if you've noticed on NXT, people are legitimately singing along to this. Because it is so good and repetitive in the best way. Yeah, in the best way, actually. In the best ways. Because, you know, when you have something that is this fucking heavy, and you have repetitive vocals that people can sing back to, then that creates an amplification effect that you don't necessarily... Um, design but when it happens uh, it happens uh, and it happens so yeah, well I, with this I, I get what you're trying to say I'm pretty sure that the guys who sang this song didn't really intend for the crowd to sing it back to them so they're a band called Incendiary they're uh, not very well known uh, but there is a bit of a science to it uh, so when it comes to songwriting and I learned this from Charlie Puth okay. uh, he, when he writes songs he tried to write notes such that makakanta mo regardless of what key you sing it ah, yeah, yeah, okay. so example Marvin Gaye if you're if, if you have if you have a high voice or let's say you're a girl yes. it's easy to go sing along Octave with it higher. but if you're a dude let's say you're a frat guy partying you can always just shout let's Marvin Gaye get it on it's kind of the same principle with this track nah. you can go high you can go low and it works both ways because you can just shout along no man is ever truly good no man is ever truly evil see it kind of works so it doesn't matter how you sing it or what key you sing it in, or if you just growl, right? Or if you just growl. Yeah. So in a song, from a songwriting and composition standpoint, they kind of uh, they, they were able to hit Paydirt with this one. Oh, this is beyond Paydirt. This is like this is this is restream on Spotify until it is until it, you are sick of it, until you don't want to listen to it anymore. At which point you want to listen to it again and start shouting at people. So Paydirt, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty sure that that meant Paydirt. <laughs> In a musical sense. <laughs> Thanks, Gamos. Good job, Gamos, for defining something we've clearly established already. Yeah. Again. Can, I, uh, can I just say that this song kind of sounds kind of sounds like what you'd expect a Satanist to listen to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the edge lord music. This is the music because seriously, when he first came out to it during his debut, mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be that good. What? No, I didn't. No, you, no. When you, when you see it, when you see the, what they did with it, if you knew what he was before, when he was Tommy End, it was never this satanic. It was dark, mm. but it wasn't blatantly satanic. And then you just watch this shit and like, why are they gonna start sacrificing people to this shit? But wait, the entrance. The, the song's lyrics aren't even sa- satanist or satanic. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not. They're they are very gray area. They're actually pretty immoral. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's all gray. It's and all it's gray. also very confident, diba? Right? Yeah. Like I do the things you never could, and we will never be equal. Like you can easily hear that on a hip hop song. Sure. Yes. There and that that makes me imagine a hip hop remix for this, which shouldn't be done soon like Lil Wayne can easily say that on his next track and we wouldn't no be surprised we wouldn't right so yeah Shit. see it goes back to what Charlie Food <laughs> taught us <laughs> so, somebody remixed the DJ Khaled another one <laughs> another one <laughs> alright right, round God two what's up let's get this song <laughs> number one oh, number one another, another one, one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the sad part about this song is such a good song, but for a guy who is not on air, yeah, for a guy who's pretty much at this point, uh, at this point in SmackDown history, is a bust at the, right now. Yeah, because uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not gonna say he's written off completely. He's a, he's he's working his way back, but yeah. and he was a lumberjack a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, really, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was, he was, he was. Okay, he's not, he's not completely off. Oh. But the thing is, this <laughs> song needs to be on TV more often. Jesus Christ, I wish. So when I first heard this song, my power ballad loving self just started jumping and celebrating. Because 
power didn't balance. We use, didn't we use this at like like at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the yeah, yeah we did uh, for a few episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah, power That's how good it was. Have a very special place in my heart, and they don't All get played hearts. enough in 2017 for obvious reasons. Unless you listen to mass stations, which play them 24 seven. 107.5. Wish <laughs> among other stations, <laughs> right? Among other stations, Let, let's let's face the facts. Ganun talaga. Face the facts. But you know, um, it's it's nice to have a power ballad in WWE, especially given the gimmick that Mike and Maria Canellas have been trying to work with. Mm. And unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Maria, well, fortunately and unfortunately, Maria got pregnant, so she's off air. Fortunately, fortunately, yes. yes. Unfortunately, Mike Canellas is not got wrestling. <laughs> Got addicted, got help. Yeah, got Fortunately, help. Got he got help. help. Mm-hmm. And but unfortunately, we do not get to enjoy this theme song as much as we as should. Much as we should, oh. given that Mike Canales has been on the roster for at least eight months. Yep, yep. Uh, you just gotta know that it's the best song to come out of this year. Yeah, yeah. And if this song just got much more mileage, if Mike Canales was out there more, oh. people would be singing along to this song as much as we're singing along to Glorious Domination. Oh, and and True. as you mentioned, thank you for mentioning uh, Glorious Domination, because uh, it kind of follows uh, the same vein because of how catchy it is and how cheesy it is in, in the same 80s rock vein. And it works. Vein, yeah. It works. This there's, is there's, not, it's not re- Queen. Yeah, it's, it's, not, not, queen. it's not Queen. There's a reason. No, it's more of a It's more of Twisted Sister, you know? I was more, gonna, more Van Halen, yeah. I was going to say Van Halen, yeah, yes, yeah. but also at the same time, Huey Lewis. Just enough of Huey Lewis in there. What? Huey just Lewis. Just enough. Just enough. Hey, journey. 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 Yeah, I think we can all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying that there's, there's a reason why those two songs were number one back to back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a huge factor that goes into what we determine gets into the countdown is really the sing-along factor. Because uh, from my experience, one of the best parts of being at a wrestling event is when the crowd gets engaged. And one of the first touch points between a wrestler and the, and the crowd is the, the music. Theme song. Right, the theme song. Right? There's that, a those, first, those first three notes, those first three notes when they hit. Yeah, and, and you know that that's your guy. Not just that. The fact that you know the theme song by heart and you can sing along to every word. Uh. But there's a reason why the game is such a classic. Mm. Because there so are people who can sing everything down to the bridge. And, you know, uh, thro- and throat bleeding be damned will go all out <laughs> Lemmy style. And Lemmy doesn't even remember all of the words. Speaking of, speaking of uh, Lemmy, we, we, got, we got to do a quick in memorium here because oh, our boy yeah. passed away this year. That was this year. year. No, no, two years ago. Two years ago, by tomorrow uh, By December 28th. Yeah. It's been two years. Oh, I was going to say, but it still going. feels so oh, yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah. It still feels so fresh. Yeah. Eh? Probably because he hasn't been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet. There you go. Lemmy for 2019. Mm. Hall of Fame. Yeah, hopefully. Because if you've been reading the dirt sheets, there's already a prospective list mm. for the 2018 uh, Hall of Fame. Yep. With Bam Bam Bigelow on it as well. Mm. Right, right. And Kid Rock on it. Fuck Kid Rock. Fuck Kid Rock! Yeah. Never heard a white boy quite like me. Yeah, see, we're saying this because we hate his inclusion God in damn. the WWE 2K18 soundtrack. It's anyway. so terrible. <laughs> All right, okay, come to it, come. Sorry, it's, it's, We've ranted about this online already. It's bad. <laughs> All right, so those are our top ten for 2017. Just a quick recap once again before we end uh, end this year's countdown. Number ten. No, your honorable mention <laughs> is Judas by Fozzie. Watch out for this next year, particularly at Gen Wrestle Kingdom 4th. 12. That's next week. At number 10, number we have the theme song ten. of the Undisputed Era. Number 9. You've got the Velveteen Dreams theme. Number 8. You've got Kyrie Sane's theme. Number no. 7. Cassius Ono's theme. Number 6. You've got the Street Profits. Number 5. The Usos theme, which they sung themselves. Number 4. Johnny Gargano's theme. Number 3. Baron Corbin's Edgelord with a Family theme. <laughs> number 2. Alistair Black's Satanic theme. And number 1. Best number power one. ballad in number wrestling one. ever. Alright, uh, before we end the episode, uh, we talked about uh, our best of the year, but what about the worst of the year? Right? Not necessarily full list, but just, you know, throw in uh, throw in some of your worst. I'm going to say the CFOs really dropped the ball in Jason Jordan's theme yes. because it has to go through so many yes. demo versions before they found one. They, they, they perfected a track you know, to its final, uh, no, final stage. Yeah, I kind of hated that. Didn't, didn't like that at all. Like, okay, we're really turning in this shit na super the first version.
sounds really half baked. Obviously, parang parang ginawa. Not even not even in a sampler, but in, in, in on an 808. Yeah, and that's and that's what that's what sucks because Jason Jordan had so much coming in. Then you're like, they probably had time to make him something as opposed to just putting together a couple of demos that they had lying around. Signed in. Another one of the bad songs on my list, at least, has got to be another one. <laughs> uh, the Bludgeon Brothers theme. That was a bit of really? a letdown. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay yeah, with I'm it. Okay with it. No, I it's hate how it's, I, I hate how it's all synth. Like they didn't go all out with uh, the hardness of the rock. Yeah, they half-assed it. So I, I really have to hate on that one. But if I, if I uh, took out the recency bias, I'd probably go with uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad. Oh wait, 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 What's his face? Um, <laughs> Lars. Lars. Really? Yo, I don't that's, like, that's a good theme. I don't like Lars's theme. I, it's like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying personal like preference it. wise. That I was is, asking what the, what the bad stuff is. It's, no, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those, to me, it ends up becoming bad because you think about what this could have been if they put a little bit more time behind it. You know what Lars's theme sounds like? What? The Apocalypse's theme. No. No. It does. It does. It's got the lullabyish thing at the start. That yeah, that's, and that's and that's the thing that and kills then it turns me into with a hard rock song. But the Apocalypse's theme is actually a good song. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking of uh, PWR, can we just? Oh give, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. PWR. PWR. Can, can we just give uh, best I, new local theme to Kapitan PWR? No, no, because I'm gonna give it to the Trabajadores. No, 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 Dude, the Trabajadores no. theme no. is the best one. MTNH's theme. No, right no. now, no. No. no, it hits no. the second. It, it, when it hits in the second verse, Jesus Christ! Do we have time to listen to the second verse? No, no one gives a shit about the second That's verse true. when you're right. at a show. He's right. No, no, no it, 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 it builds up. It, it doesn't matter. No, me. the Trabajadores theme actually builds up, and that one when the beat drops, that's when you just go ape shit. Like you can tell that the guys under the mask, they just they're just waiting for that drop, which it takes is about nice. It is nice. Ninety-seven seconds it long is to set up. No, it does. No. It, uh, if oh, you've seen the fire, if you've heard the actual fire, yeah, I know, I have heard it. Is, heard it, is, it, is, it is. But okay, let's go back to um, Capitan PWR. Capitan PWR's theme, theme is a great song on its own. The problem is, I've been listening to this song since about two thousand and nine. Okay, so what's your point? <laughs> no, na parang in, in unrecorded version. When they found the Oemons, who I'm not sure what their connection is to PWR, but I think there is one. Chanalba, Trian, Trian, Nawa. Is the guy on that, and he lent this theme to Captain PWR. It is great. This song is great. It's just personally, I'm sick of it. I've I've heard it so often at their shows for like the past how many years that I've been watching. This yeah, movie. but what's your point? I'm it, just saying it's a good. It works theme. so well. It works so well. But to me, it's not. So, Alright, so anymore. just say that it's not. It's not know. new anymore. For it's me. not new. Oh, fine, it's not new. So yeah, let's go MTNH with the, let's new. go with the Trabajadores theme. Then. That took a while for you to say. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Long-winded. <laughs> all right, Let's all right. So, so there you go. There you have it. That's like our list of uh, both the local themes and the WWE themes that we came up with. Obviously, we can't really include, say, New Japan or Ring of Honor because we just don't have access say, to all those themes. MWF does make good song choices. Choices. Especially Pero jo- Nisha, no. Nisha themes. Nisha themes. Nisha original themes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, I never would have guessed Gigs someone my would come life. Out. No, wait lang. I never would have guessed that Gucci life. Gang would be used in a fucking wrestling event. Kyle po. Kyle po. I, I fucking told my co-DJs over at Wave, did you know the Gucci gang was used at, at a wrestling event locally? Kyle and po, they were like, no shit. Kyle Pot season. Yeah, yeah. So. But Gigs My Life. Gigs My Life should be a tagline, should be on a shirt. It doesn't even make sense though. Like it, outside it of the song, like when they finally get chased by Phil's Cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's Phil's Cap gonna do? Charge them yes, bucks? Yes! That's basically what happened yes. to us. That's why I stopped using Eminem songs, and that's why uh, MDM had to stop using Take On. Yeah, ah, that was character. so sad. Basically, yeah, it did. It so did kill the gimmick. So there. But his new theme, his his subsequent theme song was actually very good and made a no, recent. No, it wasn't. It made a recent reemergence in the Carlo show. Sure. Okay. All right. Which means it's not going to waste completely. Okay. Thanks, Camus. Thanks for plugging the show that you're part of again. 
All right, now before we get out of here, we got to remind you that if you want more PWR goodness, you can actually pick up the latest copy, or the latest issue rather, a copy of the latest issue of Grid yes. Magazine. Volume 4 for so this year. It's available uh, at select bookstores. Fully right? booked, fully booked will have it. All right, and it's uh, around 500 pesos, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a good feature there on PWR. You can't miss it. It's got it's Rebel Ranger feature. front and center on the cover. He's the only guy on the cover, so Spotlight you really can't miss it. Dropped. Yeah. And inside, you've got pictures of pretty much everybody but me. Yeah. <laughs> Sandata's there. Yeah, Sandata gets a whole spread. Sandata got a and spread. Mike Madrigal. Mike Madrigal got a full page. Damos is in it. I got a quarter page. Yeah, yes, he did. Jeez. I got a fucking quarter page, and I didn't even do shit. Thanks. Yes, I. you were stretching. I was so stretching. You were training. I was stretching. Training. You were training. I was at training. One of the few days I'm at training, they got me. Actually, yeah. Actually, yes. you, know, you were in a couple of, fo- of the photos. Yeah. Well, Just not always... Yeah. yeah, you can see my cap. Okay, I'm happy. I, I like that you're in the same. Uh, you're in the same. Uh, I'm just happy know. to be here, man. You're in the same range now as the Jelotes, who are also in the picture, but whatever. Jelote, Jelote. Anyway, so there, go pick it up. Uh, it's a good. It's a good issue. There's it's a real thick issue. It's 500 pesos, but only there's because a lot Grid, of stories. Yeah, it's, it's because Grid is since going quarterly. It's been really thick, thick as a milkshake. And uh, please support the local magazine industry. Yes, because it's not dying, guys. It's just evolving. It really isn't dying, so please go buy if you're a fan of You us. can also buy it online. You can also buy it yeah, online you can also if buy that's it online. your thing. But having the print version of the magazine... Oh, it is, smells nice, too. It smells nice. It's nice to hold. It's very tactile. <laughs> you know, there's something about reading it on... on Hard glossy, copy. Uh, yeah, Hard it's something copy. about reading it on glossy paper that you cannot get reading it online. On a tablet. Yeah. And of course, uh, as we keep talking about supporting uh, supporting your local industries, support the local film industry, particularly the good films. Yep. You know? yep. Yes, 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 yes. We don't Shargao. need to support all the Shargao. other trash Shargao. films. Shargao. Watch Sargao. Cinematography was excellent. Storytelling was something that I really appreciated. I got my dad to watch it with me. And you know, um, if if you don't want to watch it for Jericho Rosales, watch it for Erich Gonzalez and Jasmine Curtis. Yeah, or Jasmine Curtis. Yeah. Or Ange Pesumal, if yeah. you like her. Of course, yeah. So, uh-huh. like, I, I shared this story on Twitter. When her name showed up on her own title card, I was like, oh, that, friend Kuya. Hi. friend Wait, today is the awards night. Can we check if she's won anything yet? Uh, it's probably not done yet at this point, yeah. so mm-hmm. we'll probably check it after we record. So, and, you know, anyway. after, and, and this, and by the time you hear this next, Wrestle Kingdom would be would have been in the books. I yeah. guess. Diba? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Thereabouts? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see you in 2018. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you again in 2018. Oh. And <laughs> by then, by then we'll probably be talking about Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, depending on when we record. If, we, if we're not talking about Wrestle Kingdom 12, it's probably because we recorded it the day before. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is probably going to be it for us. It's our last episode of the year. See you next year. See you next year. Episode number 200 coming up in a few no. weeks. <gasps> And we'll be, yeah. We'll try our best to prepare something special and something I'll also be saying, uh, or I also said rather, in the Ho Ho Loon episode. So, on behalf of Romaran and Raf Camus, my name is Stancy, and Happy New Year, you filthy animals! Sit down, be humble. Thank you for listening to the SGP podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.